beautiful wedding, says a bridesmaid to a waiter. And yes, but what a shame, the poor groom's bride is a whore. I chimed in with, welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an actual play podcast of high adventure, low dice rolls and intermediate levels of terrible puns. I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon, and haven't you people ever heard of closing a goddamn door? Great tune, great tune. Also, Mandela Effect, a lot of people think it's the door. It's nothing to do with it being such a short, quick word that they easily mishear it. It's the Mandela Effect, I tell Man, you. Man, that has changed everything. That really does. It is a fundamental change in the universe. Well, you see, a, a couple of weeks ago, I did start a session with A Love Struck Romeo, Sings the Streets a Serenade. And for most of my life, I thought that was Sings a Street Sus Serenade. I thought it was like Street Sus, like he was cool, like he was talking with a hip lingo. Street Sus isn't a phrase. I think I always thought it was Sing the Streets of Serenade, which makes even less sense. (laughs) Ah, the hard streets of Serenade City. That sounds like a place from an RPG. Oh, Serenade City. Yeah, that's a great title. It's where Tristan comes from. (laughs) I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon. And with me today are all the hawks we could afford. And also, more importantly, all the hawks we could actually schedule to record on the same night. Because apparently we're all too old to ever meet now. And that is... Hi, I'm Ali. She's waving for the listener. I am. I'm sure they can hear it. I'm Enigma. Enigma. I'm Stuart. I play Tristan. He's saluting for the listener. It turns out doing multiple salutes looks really weird. <laughs> you can only get away with one salute. Also, never two salutes. I once had a, talking of Alison's Captain Ali stand-up, I once had an, uh, the Go idea on. of a stand-up Continue. bit about uh, things that only looked cool when you had one of them, <laughs> I, one cigarette, one toothpick, <laughs> one pencil behind the ear. How you would think doubling up would improve the situation, but it, it just looks really weird. Imagine two toothpicks. Hey there, I got two toothpicks. One cigarette, what's cooler than one cigarette? Two cigarettes. Ah. I'm sure there's some dropouts from Edinburgh Fringe. You could, uh, could hop on that. I could stand in the main square. How hard could it be? You know, it starts on the 6th of August. Oh, what? I've heard there's something really good going down in Fringe this year. Oh. Well, <laughs> this isn't going to go out before. Better than that shitty gorilla. Yeah, I said it. What? The gorilla is hilarious as a concept. Oh my God, that's why I hate Fringe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you hate Fringe. I do because I I've mean, seen one example... clip of a gorilla. That's enough for me to judge <laughs> it and hate it. End of. Although CJ is going to wear a crudely drawn swords t-shirt. Um, That'll get us while precisely he's there the whole no time. new traffic. <laughs> Yeah, because it doesn't mention crudely drawn swords on it at all. But the people who see Rob Sausage and are like, what's that? And he can be like, it's like the best podcast ever. What's a Rob Sausage? <laughs> what's a sausage? I mean, it's a question everyone's asking. What make... is the secret at the heart of sausages? <laughs> you don't want to know how the sausage is made. Pig skin and bits of meat. <laughs> Rolled up burger. We do need to make a sausage to meet you t-shirt. Yes, <laughs> sausage to meet you is a hell of a. Craze. On it. I've got way more important things to do. I'll get started right That's away. A perfect right time. Yeah, Ali. This is going out probably on the sixteenth. Oh well, on the eighteenth, <laughs> uh, CJ will be at the Kilderkin. Okay. At uh, six fifteen. Whereas I will be doing my very last show. There we go. You've got two days. You've got just time to catch Captain Ali. I thought you started on the 16th. 
No, I, I end on the 16th. Start on the 12th? I start on the 6th. I'm really confusing this. You're, so you're starting on the 4th at 2pm <laughs> on the Sunday. Gotcha. Everyone turn up. God damn it. <laughs> it's too late. Too late. Guys, it's too late. They're going to have to wait till next year when I won't have a show ready. <laughs> it was... So Ali, how was the show? How, how have you enjoyed Absolutely the last week? amazing. I mean, I just couldn't fit people in the door. That's so good. Um, I, they had to move me up to one of the big four wow. uh, venues. Right. Um, I mean, you've probably seen it all in the newspapers. They were like, Captain Ali, yeah. sailing through the stars. Captain Ali has, has a tiny, tiny door on her venue. She just can't fit anyone through it. Tiny. It's like a cat flap. The smallest. <laughs> it's like a little tiny one like this. Their only audience was the rat in. from Stu's house. It was one... Homeless rat. <laughs> oh, I was assuming it was Alice in Wonderland and they had to have a little drink before they came in. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. And then when they're in, I feed them cake and they can't get out. If you found a drink that just said drink me, would you drink it though? I feel like that's a bad idea. I have. Oh, yes, that's true. Actually, no, it didn't say drink me yeah, on it, actually. but there was some unidentified booze that someone found in a garage. Yeah, I remember that. That was like, oh, we found this in a barn. <laughs> that was Good the one. Good God. I'm amazed none booze of us went blind. So actually, we would have drunk it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. We're yes. those idiots. <laughs> and hilarity ensued. When last we saw our heroes, they had travelled back in time. In fact, they hadn't. When last we saw our heroes, they had discovered Ludovic Kreese, the author of the Sea Codex. He had. And prepared themselves to return to his lifetime back in the days of High Carisona. And there they were going to write a prophecy. And this is where our stories diverge somewhat, because it turns out if you want to write a prophecy, you need masters of law and experts in history and writing and creating complex structures out of words and future events. And those people are not Tristan Wilde or Enigma. Yeah, they are not. And so <laughs> Tristan and Enigma have been given a different task. Get out of the way for and a bit. And that task is... Ours is the harder task. Someone's... Wake up a dragon? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like, their task is a challenge of their wits and endurance. So, we find our heroes having left the sea cave of Ludovic Kreese. It could be argued that Percy and Adam had told them to go somewhere else because they're being extremely annoying. Unlikely. But, other, but they would probably say they had a more significant mission. Yep. And that mission is now beginning. So our heroes stride out across rolling hills, these carved green downland just inland from the coast. They're making for the north, towards Arishar to find a place of power from which they can get in contact with the dragon beneath, Ramnilan, and start the process of awakening it. To do that, they're going to have to travel a long way north. And so Enigma strides through these rolling hills towards the road north, and with her floats the phantom figure of Tristan Wilde. The phantom fanflinger. <laughs> a little off to their right, is a small woodland. Ahead of them is a village looking beautiful under the summer sunshine. And so, what do you think is happening as you reach this village? A festival. Okay. 
what what does a festival look like in this circumstance? Well, there's a maypole, there's sandwiches. <laughs> but the maypole's made of intestines. Yeah, intestines! <laughs> an, an age of enlightenment. <laughs> a penny farthing. <laughs> there's a willless penny farthing on the side of the road and a guy clutching his knee. <laughs> Ow! Yeah. This guy's like clutching his knee and he's like there going, ah, help me, help me. I'll slowly draw my dagger if I must, fellow traveller. It's like, <laughs> ah, a ghost, a ghost, what are you doing? I'm, I'm pin you out of your misery as requested. Uh, that wasn't the help I wanted really, I was. Your wounds are too severe, my friend. <laughs> it's the only way. Like, I've bruised my shin. My cruelty is born of kindness. <laughs> and I draw the dagger across his neck. But it doesn't do anything because it's a ghost dagger. And I what keep... is a man without a shin? It's Enigma, a... quick! We need your expertise. Okay, just whip out. Two <laughs> <laughs> whip out your nunchucks. Knock, knock, knock. Ow, ow, please! We're going to do this so badly that Ben will be re forced to use the original one. Yeah. We've never seen nunchucks in this time of enlightenment. Weapons don't exist. <laughs> no, and he's kind of looking between you. He's like, what's going on here? Who? This is just my ghost friend. My lady. Why do you travel with a ghost? Um, He travels with me. Um, uh, No. Why are you dressed like such extraordinary savages? Trash. Yeah, you said it, buddy. No, savages was the word I was reaching for, but I did not wish to importune you're clearly rude for you speak as honourable people he's wearing like a floral waistcoat and a puffy shirt he has breeches that are then gartered into his socks and little quite tidy shoes on and he's sort of looking up at, between you he looks quite impressed he says I don't suppose you're any good at preparing coin schmeckles, are you? <laughs> well. The wheel has quite come off my coin schmeckle. Ah, you see your problem there's with the coin. <laughs> yes. Your schmeckle's absolutely fine, mate. The, the schmeckle is in wonderful, but I'm not some clown, you know. I can't just poise around on a unicycle. This isn't the fringe. You, I don't think you could pull off a unicycle. <laughs> says, that's not important right now. You are strange travellers. May I may I ask of your purpose? No. Very well, I shall not. Keep our journey. We're on a we're a very important mission here. That's why we're undercover in these savage clothes. Yeah. You know these lands. These lands are dangerous for travellers such as we. I know them better than any, though I, my friends, have suffered very little danger as I have travelled. Perhaps it was the speed of my coin schmeckle, but this has been a peaceful journey until my wheel, my until my coin wheel fell off just now, and I fear the whole thing's wrecked. I'm going to have to walk. Ah. Uh, Do you wish for sandwiches? I believe they have cucumber ones. Hooray! Huzzah! I fear we're not getting rid of this one, Enigma. Get no. <laughs> to join us, friends. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can just um, attempt to fix his bike. Okay, uh, His coin schmeckle. Um, but I'm basically going to do it by just kind of ramming the wheel approximately where I think it goes and then be like, 
Time for sandwiches. Give me a defy danger on strength. Bam. No idea what it says. Uh, a nine. Yeah. An intermediate success. Wait, I was going to lend assistance by ghostly lifting the... I've got telekinesis in this world now. It's like so blowing gonna, really hard. I'm going to hold the uh, hold the bike up with my magic. You always blow really hard. Damn what I do. Blow hard or go home, that's what I say. Okay. <laughs> roll, roll plus bond, I guess. Three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that makes three. <laughs> Welcome back, Tristan T. Snake Eyes. Okay, Enigma, <laughs> you get this wheel squeezed back in. And yep, fixed it. And the gentleman who was with you is watching you quite intently, and he's very impressed. He's like, you are far stronger than I would imagine, my lady. Damn right. And Tristan, like, grabs it to pick it up. And Tristan, you just, you can't quite get a grip. Really can't. And you just sing, you just sing a little harmony into it. I want to ride my bicycle. <laughs> I want to ride my bike. Just to get it working the way you, so you can lift it, just to interact with it. And as you touch it, you suddenly find you can hold it all together and just lift it up. What? Enigma, what you see is that the coin Schmeckel bicycle just becomes entirely ghostly. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Looks like I spoke too soon. I've done it! Here you go, sir. Your new companion looks at it and he says, What what has what have you done? My bike my It's a ghost. Coach Schmeckel has become ghost like your ghost friend. It's, and he like leans back. Does anything you touch become ghostly? Do not touch me, please, sir. Oh, you're you got in there quick. You were about to become ghostly like <laughs> I. <laughs> is is this what happened to you? And then his like eyes go very wide and he says, You cursed. I was. Please protect me from the witch. And then I he, am enslaved to her. He's lying. He's a ghost. Ghost lie. And then he turns to Enigma and he says, Of course, I understand. This is your paramour. And you must rescue him from this terrible curse. No. It is true. My love, we cannot but <laughs> touch it. one hand. I shall write a poem about this such as the world has never heard. Oh. Well, she'll never hear well, it. Well, I am a poet, a true poet. It's, he's quite young, and he's like, I am travelling to gain experience, to build a foundation for a world of poetry. I think it's best we kill him now. Searching <laughs> for the new spoken sound. <laughs> Written words. I too have been in that position, my friend. That is correct. I will create something that will go down in history. I believe that my name will be one that is remembered far into the future. Unlikely. There's only one way to find out. Pray tell, good sir. <laughs> what is your name? God damn it. <laughs> Rob Sausage. My name is Athel Domitiarbos. Oh, I mean, I want to spell. Yeah, I think more. we're all right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> have I heard it at all? You have absolutely never heard this name at all. Good, good luck on your your bold trials, friends. Keep on with your limericks, buddy. <laughs> he says, these are no mere limericks. I create ballads that will move your heart. Don't diss the limerick. Oh, all right. Well, I shall bear that in mind, for truly you must have wisdom if you can repair equipment and then give it to your ghost friend. He's a little bit resentful there. Well, yeah, I mean, um, 
we actually know. I have a way anyway, come the forward. There are sandwiches. Ah. There are sandwiches to be enjoyed. Excellent. Yeah, and there's like the village festival. There are sandwiches out on tables on fine china plates. Several teapots lined up. Not clumsy in this universe. You are not clumsy in this universe. There is also, like any true festival, a tombola. Yes. As you approach, he says, You see that table? This is like the village from where I come. Every single item has passed around this village at least four times in the tombola <laughs> over successive years. The ancient talcum powder <laughs> of Nagros. <laughs> <laughs> There's been in 10,000 tombolas. Move from one to another down the ages. That tin of biscuits must be at least 15 years past its use-by date. <laughs> and so, yes, he takes some sandwiches. He takes quite a few sandwiches. You get the impression that he may not be tremendously uh, self-sufficient when it comes to eating on the road. He may be more someone who depends on sandwiches. Yeah, and there's tea. There's a chance for a bit of a break and a breather. Tristan, what are you doing as a ghost? People definitely look a bit funny at a ghost. They're not used to seeing it. I'm going to try and turn the sandwiches into ghost sandwiches so I can eat them. <laughs> yeah, I, that kind of makes sense. I think you have to do this through the harmony. So give me a uh, Musica Mundi roll. Let's see what happens here. Picked it. A full success. Oh, he's eating all the sandwiches on an 11. <laughs> that is when you need to roll high. I'm just going around just piling my plate high. Yeah, Tristan just is ghostifying these sandwiches. I'm just ghostifying everything. You know, you can see gentlemen with long sideburns and top hats starting to... Sandwiches. Just in the buffet slayer. Yeah, anytime anyone comes nearby or looks like they're about to either take a sandwich or suggest I stop taking sandwiches, I can be like, oh, duh, and point my hand towards them. Oh, oh stay back. <laughs> stay back, I'll ghost you. My witch friend over there will turn you into a frog. Ooh, frog sandwich. Yeah. And they're like, witchcraft, eh? Witchcraft. No. I. Stop dropping me in it. The greatest craft of all. <laughs> How do you think I became a ghost? And you hear uh, several people going, aren't we technically supposed to set witches on fire? I don't really remember. <gasps> you best not threaten the witch unless you want your grain cursed. For the next 100 years! <laughs> and I chomped down on a sandwich. Mm. And your fire turned to ghost fire! <laughs> you will never be warm again. Back off. You go play with your intestine pole. <laughs> and we're the savages. Unbelievable. People are like, they are very savage. That's true, they are the savages, definitely. It is unbelievable that savages would turn up and ruin our very nice festival. We're not ruining it, we're, we're just here to experience it. We're local colour. <laughs> we heard this town was quite welcoming. The people in the village are like, we're the local colour. That depends on your viewpoint. Temporarily. <laughs> Temporarily. I said nothing. And Athel is like looking between you in wonder as you're doing this. And as the atmosphere starts to turn, he says, are you going north? Yes. Jolly good. And he starts just kind of jogging back to the road and north. Well, I mean, the important thing is, he thinks we're cool. He thinks you're very cool, yeah. He's probably going to write poems about you. Yeah, you should totally wail on your ghost guitar and I'll, like, do some flips and kicks and shit. <laughs> like, 
Just as we're about to leave the, uh, as we're about, I assume we're leaving and following. I, the, the atmosphere is now turned quite sour. Some people are like trying to take the sandwiches away to make sure no more get ghosted. No one takes the sandwiches away. As we're about to leave, I walk out. I, I walk over to the tombola and just go, boink, and just turn into a ghost tombola. <laughs> yeah, respect, respect, visitors. We'd heard good things about this place. Now you'll never get that talcum powder. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's like, imagine everything's gone out the window. It's almost like a moment of anarchy and looting, except everyone then realises that everything on the tombola table is something they definitely don't want. And they're like, what? Oh. <laughs> you know what we've done? We've released them from their curse. We have freed you! <laughs> from the eternal tombola! We're heralded as kings! A lady in like a bonnet and a big blue dress who has like a little shepherd's crook with some bells on and was like leading the maypole dancing is coming over and goes, I think you should make your way on. We've tried to be welcoming, but look at our tombola! You have not, my lady. We've just solved one of your problems. We're, we're adventurers who come over, solve the biggest problem a village has and moves on. Yeah, we're like the littlest hobos. So we're moving on. Well, move on then. Go on, shoo. Yeah, Boom. we're moving on. Yeah, but not because you told us, because we chose to. Yeah, we wanted to. We were going anyway. <laughs> we're bored of this party. You and your crooks. Turn the maypole into a ghost pole as we walk away. Yeah, enjoy your ghost pole. I'll set the slaves. And all of the intestines just flop down because the intestines weren't included in that one object. Yeah, set the slaves free that you've used for intestine lines. Let there be a riot. But they're people without intestines. I feel like there was a backfiring there. Oh, <laughs> my lack of intestines, they they're say. They're not super helpful now. They're like, oh, we're free, but we're, we've still got our intestines stuck to this pole. <laughs> To be clear, <laughs> the maypole is not being danced by people with no intestines. Well, where would this suggestion really come from if it wasn't factually true? Unbelievable. If anything, it's being danced by, like, small children who have all their intestines entirely on their Yeah, own. we know. We can see them. Oh, right. And someone else's. Yeah, and it's still, like, the ribbons are intestines. Yeah, that's fine. Like, nothing small children like better than dancing with some intestines, I guess. Large or small intestines? Small, because they're long. And so, yeah, when you get back to the road, Athel is waiting for you. And he says, oh, that got a bit, got a bit risky for me. It was but a colon in our story. It got a little intesty. No. <laughs> I couldn't stomach any more. <laughs> what you did there really takes gut. Really stood up to those people. Very impressive. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we just kind of travel around, you know, trying to help out here and there where we can, doing doing good where we feel good need be done. I see. And, and Except for the occasions when we <laughs> wrecked them. Tempted, yeah, nice. We're tempted okay. to, we're actually on our way to burn down our shah as our next good deed. Get to join <laughs> us. Burn it down? <laughs> Hey. We're going to burn this whole whole world to the ground. That wasn't my plan. <laughs> sort of. Okay, indirectly. Well, I mean, that sounds like something that should be recorded through verse. Yes, we agree. <laughs> I think before we go, though, you should give us a rendition of some of your work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, no. <laughs> Very well. This is, this is a work in progress, so... 
It may be imperfect as yet, but I feel it will become refined. Oh, I shall make it more noble. But this is just documenting, and he takes out a notebook, and he says, this is documenting a recent experience in a terrible, frightening forest I visited, not far away. I wanted to experience nature in all its cruelty, but I didn't want to go anywhere too scary. This is the poem? No, because then he takes a poet's poise, and he stands up very straight, and he places one hand under his chin, and then he realises he has to look down at his notes and he's trying to figure out how to hold his notes and hold his chin. And he begins, Oh, terrible nature, the birds and beasts that seek through the trees upon me to feast. The buzz of angry, furious bees that wish that they could steal my cheese. And between these forest shrubs, it's darker. As I walk through, I leave no marker. And the air is cold, it grows yet danker. And the trees are twisted like the heart of a canker. And through it all, in my heart, trembles. I haven't yet thought of the rhyme for trembles, but uh, you can see uh, where it's going. You can see where it's going. <laughs> it's going. And that's just the beginning. This trembles. <laughs> He stands there for a moment more in his poet pause, and then he goes, Gentles. Gentles? <laughs> and then he sort of adjusts his cravat slightly. <laughs> very good, sir. Very good. He, he gives you a little bow, he, like with a little curl of his hand. Proper, uh... I feel like you two should get on, because, I mean, music really is just poetry. But, like... Poetry's music? just an easier version of music. You don't need the music. You just say words. Easy. Some would say. Some would say poetry is more challenging, sir. For a poet has not the music to support him. True. If his words are not strong enough alone, then like a man who must work instead of having his coin schmeckle, Lady Carb looks a little, little grumpily at Tristan. He's <laughs> got his ghost bike. Are you on his ghost bike? Oh, do my ghost hand towards him. <laughs> yeah, leans back. And so, for this journey, we have a mechanic that I'm borrowing from a game named Trilogy by Ben Moxon. Oh, tell us more about that game. Uh, Trilogy. I hear it's quite a long rule book. Very long. Trilogy is a game about telling grand adventure stories in worlds of your own creation. Sounds good. Where can you get hold of a copy? Ah, well, that's a good question. Nowhere. I haven't finished it yet. Ah, shit. But when I finish it, it will be on itch.io. On bridalwise.itch.io. Ayo, it's off to work I go. This specific mechanic, though, works in pretty much any system. It's just a way of playing a montage like you'd have in a film to cover some kind of large project or long journey. And the way we'll do it is we play it out. We have one round each per player. Each round, think of it very much like a cinematic montage. We have like a short shot, and you might think of this in the way that the Lord of the Rings books, it takes them... Oh, I bet. I bet. ...to get across the world. And in the Lord of the Rings movies, they have a couple of shots from helicopters of everyone, like, walking along a ridge and then walking through a forest, and then they've got there. So it's those kinds of wide-angle shots... It's weird they invented helicopters in that world. It is, yes, but, well, they might have... Is it? They had a ghost ship. Yeah, I maybe they just had eagles. 
Maybe they just used the eagles to film it. Eagles. Why here the Windlord was obviously very smart. I'm sure he could have operated a gimbal camera. So in this circumstance, that means we each give like a couple of lines description of like a single shot that you see in this montage. And then whoever's round it is, then describes a problem or challenge that we run into. And we either play out a little scene around it, or we have a dice roll to reflect how we resolve it. And depending on whether those dice rolls lean more to success or failure, the overall journey is marked as a success or a failure. So on here, the, the stakes are quite low for your journey. So what would be a success or an intermediate success or a failure here? I think on a success, you get something really useful out of it. Yeah, something to aid us in whatever scenario we find ourselves in. Big gong. Yeah, maybe a big gong, maybe a bottle containing the distilled scent of breakfast sausages. Some, something like that. <clears throat> distilled scent of a woman. Wasn't that that Johnny Depp perfume that was sausage flavour? That was amazing. Yeah. He's playing electric guitar with the wolves. Classic Rob sausage. Sausage. I literally have no idea what you're talking about, but you seem to agree, <laughs> so I assume it's actually a real thing that happened. It's the amazing... <laughs> Sausage. It, it's savage. But all you need to do is change one letter and you get sausage. It looks a lot like it says sausage. Amazing. And it was perfect Rob sausage in a, a bunch of wolves playing electric guitar. It was a genius. Hang on. There's one that someone's changed it to say sausage. I think we've even shared it to our Twitter page as well. I expect we have. Okay, so yeah, on a success, there'll be something extra, some cool benefit. On a failure, there'll be a problem. <clears throat> and it might be a bad one. So we'll start with Athol's round and then we will go Enigma and then we'll go Tristan. So the first shot of this montage is our heroes carrying on up the road as it transitions from between green fields into a dark wood with lanterns hung on the trees and along the way. What's the next shot of this montage, Ali? Um, is, is there something supposed to be happening? No, we're just, this is, these are just like the wide angle shots. Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we probably are walking along the edge of a mountain, but it's not a really big mountain. It's a bit more like um, the one up the road for me that's always on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like a kind of foothill type mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Fire mountain. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it looks, it looks all kind of, you know, um, like wild and stuff, but some teenagers around the corner smoking far too close to the dry grass <laughs> yes all right tristan what do we see uh we see we see us pushing our belongings into a plastic bag we found on the river's edge it's a lot and we're, of plastic we're in that you world. oh no we see us taking our trousers off filling them with the air as flotation devices as we fought, swim our way across <laughs> this vast mountain lake you're a ghost, why aren't you floating? Anything just to take your trousers off. I'm I was, yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> I think Tristan's like, claims to be showing everyone how to do it. Yep, yep. But he's mostly just got his... And then I just out. float along the water with my trousers off next to you guys. <laughs> Come on, encouragingly, but my bits are dangling in your <laughs> non-ghostly faces. Come on, come on, this way. Still got his shirt on, so it feels even more awkward. It's worse if someone's half naked than 
full naked. Like, come on, you can do it. It's very hard to be wearing like a top and no trousers and retain any kind of dignity. He doesn't. Dignity went out from season one, yeah. episode three or four, when I went, ooh, I can be naked in this. <laughs> Did you take that long? Yeah, remember? We were quite serious to start with. Serious business. So for this first end of round, I think the scene that I want to build is actually our heroes around. We see maybe just a little way on from the river. Our heroes have like lit a campfire. It's night and like the fire is warming up and you've got that kind of scene where it's among the trees and everything's like lit by the fire on the fire side, then really dark outside it. And you can see like all the characters faces again, just kind of lit up in the amber lamp of the fire, kind of flickering. And Athel's saying, really though, you have had adventures together, haven't you? You have been through dire times. Well, my friend, I suggest you start at series two. <laughs> or series one, episode three or four. That's where it gets good. <laughs> we'll have a moment of uh, seriousness where we're like, yes. That bit when we get to Arosha. The things we've seen, the tales we could tell. The other one, Malohim. I can't even remember where we've been. Well, Tristan. I never told you my name! He's a spy! Enigma, get him! <laughs> You've been saying your name every eight seconds for the last 50 miles. <laughs> Tristan Wilde is in ghost form. <laughs> what is a Tristan Wilde? <laughs> Riding round and round everyone on your ghost bicycle. Yeah, but <laughs> Doing a wheelie, yeah. which you can't do on a schmackle coin. Coin schmackle. <laughs> I don't think you can. I can. Yeah, Tristan can. But only because he's a ghost, so when he falls off, it's not really that bad for him because he's already a ghost. Also, it's a ghost bike. I have full... We're flying across the river on <laughs> my ghost bike. Yeah, that's... I just wheel the front tyre up. I don't need to balance. They're just... And it, the wheels aren't turning. They're just flying an inch above the ground. And, this and, ghost schmeckle is amazing. <laughs> I'm not even tired. Yeah. Yes, it, it is good, isn't it? <laughs> it was good, friend. It was good. Honestly, Tristan, I still don't know why we couldn't take the bridge. We we just couldn't. I honestly, I'd have loved to. I've heard there were trolls underneath. <laughs> but here's what I'd love to hear. Tristan, can you tell me of a time when your companion Enigma has done something truly astounding? I'm not sure I'd believe it from her own mouth because I have heard her lie quite a lot. You, I'd believe... So, like, yeah, so we have a quick montage and it's basically, it's like you see the sun zipping over the home. Like when they show the passage of time really quickly, you see the sun going and then Tristan's thinking and then he's leaning against a tree and then he's got his foot up on a rock and he's really thinking and you see like Enigma tapping her foot and exuberantly going like, come on Tristan, I do loads of cool things. Come on now. When... I know it's hard to pick which one. Enigma, I mean... Yes, I think, but the the coolest thing, and I'll, I'll tell a story of when Stuart thought Enigma did something called by Stuart by Enigma, he means Alison, <laughs> um, was, and and I, I still hope he did it, is when... I'm so confused. Which reality is? Yeah, well, exactly, but I'm going to I'm gonna go meta with this one, was the right. uh, magpie poem. That was so good. That was really good. <laughs> oh, that was really and I good. hope you wrote that, because that was 
really a great scene. Technically not a poem. I read it out at a storytelling night. Yeah, but it was really good. Really so good. I'm going to sort of meta that in. That's how I can be <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? That was really, that was a really solid, excellently delivered, really well. And it was really a brilliant piece of writing. Uh, thank you. Uh, so, you uh, can catch me at the uh, fringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And she's killed loads of things and she's always stabbing, you know. She's, she's a good fighter, this, this one. She seems a truly impressive person. I am. But Enigma, what of your companion Tristan? Oh, no. How has he impressed you? Well, he's almost been as cool as me on a couple of occasions. But never quite. Can you give me an example? Well, for some reason, because he promised someone something for some reason, we had to travel for miles. But when we got there, he did have a moment of awesome. He, uh, he was real then, wasn't a ghost. Oh. Whapped out his guitar and just like, you know, quite a moment this sounds yeah it was beautiful and then everything went to shit (laughs) (laughs) if you type it into youtube you can watch it yourself there's a great animatronic animatronic a great video of it animatic which is genuinely pretty powerful when i watch it back i'm like that's so good very cool fits it so well every now and again i'll just go back and be like this is so good oh and i really did have to up my game when you were trying to impress the dwarves (laughs) <laughs> just the other day or thousands of years in the future depending how we look at it um, yeah I really had to up my game you know I had to go for you know more than pyramids to try and outdo your uh, improv everybody knows it songs landed that well landed that well I, I've got to say truth be told and we'll never say this in our own time <laughs> and I will never repeat that. I will never repeat that. I can never say that because my bond with Tristan is that I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah. Whereas my bond, my bond with Enigma, is that Enigma is starting to prove her worth. I must help her reach her full potential. And we're back to squabbling again and pushing yeah. the embers. I, I waft the smoke in everywhere she sits. The campfire smoke goes in her face. Oh, I ghosts all along. Yeah, I was going to say, Enigma, if you did agree, you could mark that bond as resolved as it's literally come up in conversation and get experience off it. Oh, so because that is right, I thought it was the opposite of a bond. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, no, a bond is resolved when it's come up in conversation or it's or your attitude has changed in some way. Yep, that's me using a game mechanic again <laughs> on purpose. Good work. And I've helped her reach her full potential, so I get to resolve <laughs> you mine. You both get to resolve your bonds. That's exactly <laughs> what it's about. I like the fact, for the whole of this series, we've not really done XP. I've got XP of 10. <laughs> now it's 11. I don't know. Where's mine? Two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you fail a lot less than I'm me, to be fair. I'm putting up to three right now. Oh, Wait, that assist roll, did I get an XP for that? Oh yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, I did, I failed. Did you go for a fail for an assist roll? You can still fail, yeah, it was still a flat fail. And it's quite a weird fail, because in a way, it was mostly a fail that sucked for Athel, and Tristan got a ghost bike out of it. So, well, <laughs> welcome to my world, Athel. Like, he failed in what he was trying, but he got a free gift, which is quite nice. And XP, win-win. Ghost bike, ghost bike. Cycle of life.
Yeah, but I don't think you could eat that many humans. Yeah, Hannibal had a vape. He was he was quite famous. Oh, I see. I assume that one. Um, I reckon I could eat a lot of humans. Little ones. I reckon you could get across the Alps with elephants. Yeah, also true. Now elephants could eat a lot of humans if they were made of carrots. Also, Lex's um, Mobile Legends character, or his account is Hannibal. Oh. Because he lost his old account, and we were like, right, we'll make, I'll be Face, uh, Gwyn can be Murdoch, and Lex will be Hannibal. And then we stopped playing our Face and Murdoch accounts, went back to our old accounts, and now he's just <laughs> Hannibal on his own, <laughs> just playing the game. Just a uh, just a sad, lonely, uh, yeah. sad, lonely so. Hannibal. Mars is the harder task. Some would... Wake up a dragon. It certainly was last time. Yeah, yeah. Like, their task is a challenge of their wits and endurance. And... Sure was. <laughs> so tough, we've had to do it twice. <laughs> endurance improv for the win. <laughs> so... Some... Unfortunately, listener, you can only listen to that through our unique Patreon access. <laughs> um, That's ten pound a month to yeah. listen. Yeah, you have to. So it was bullshit. You have to join. You have to join our club, and listen to your hearts. And it was a card-based game. That's sort There's of nothing else you can do. <laughs> listen to your hearts. I know that clubs are the swords of a meant? soldier. No, that's spades. Anyway. Um, what? It was another early 90s M.O.R. Me- reference. Find a place of power from which they can make contact with the dragon beneath. Make contact with the dragon beneath. Ran Kellek. Contact no. with the dragon beneath. Make contact with the dragon beneath. Oh, God, why do I keep saying belief? <laughs> <laughs> Get in contact with your inner dragon. It's the dragon beneath. Do that, they're going to have to travel a long way north. This was another problem with the way we played last time, was that long, we had like a six-week journey and we somehow got it down to like two days of game time with loads of breaks. So uh, We walked very fast. You walked very fast. We got a lot on. Yeah, yeah. So in this case, before we start... Um, we want to decide. <laughs> nose. <laughs> that, that, that's just your nose, Stuart. No, it's There's not. There's nothing weird about your nose at all. Yeah, there is. Look. That's just your it nose. Just looks like a nose. How dare you look? Do it again. I'll take a screenshot. Then we can. Never. <laughs> the moment's gone. Never. She's never going to do that with his oh. nose again. Um, Who knows when that will happen again? <laughs> Who knows where the time goes? <laughs> Man, that is sausage. Um, so. Oh, hang on. He'll pick that one up in the edit. <laughs> <laughs>